welcome back to is a vision i'm isabella thank you so much for being here welcome if you're new welcome back if you're an old listener man do i have a good season for y'all this season i'm going to be tackling the issue of coming to america from all these different lenses from DACA recipients to adoptees to refugees to people who come Um, undocumented but then get green cards and citizenships and even bringing someone who's working behind the scenes to help immigrants get um, their English skills up and also their citizenship. Some of the older listeners may notice something different. You only hear one voice. That's me, Isabella. Unfortunately, my co-host Isabella had to step down for a little bit. Of course, she's always welcome if she wants to come back and continue on this project. But for now, for this season at least, it'll be just me and my guests. Today, I thought the only way I could start this season was interviewing my dad. My dad came to America in 1988. To be honest, we're all pretty fuzzy on the dates. I think in his interview, he said he's been here for 24 years, um, give or take. You know, we he did go back to Brazil and come back and then go back and come back. So it's around that time. Um, anyway, so through him is the reason why I'm in America at all. He came, um, and then me and my mom came, and we, you know, had a period of being undocumented, but then a law opened up, and we got our green cards, and then we got our citizenship. So that's the only way I could start the season is by sharing a little bit of my story, or at least the reason why I'm here. And I remember getting my green card. In the third grade, I came home from school and it was there. It was, I mean, I've been here since I was one. So I knew life um, being undocumented and I kind of knew like, oh, be careful what you tell people. Be careful around police. We got to be super careful. And man, when that green card came, I literally felt a weight lifted off me and my family's shoulders, especially my parents with the stress of you know, being undocumented, it's very stressful. So even at eight, I realized the magnitude of having a green card. And then, you know, finally being able to go back to Brazil and see my family, man, that was awesome. And then in the seventh grade, I got, or we got our citizenship. My parents took the test and my poor mom, she doesn't know English to this day. She doesn't know English. I don't know how she was able to pass. Um, But my dad does know some English, so he studied hard and he passed. They both passed. And then we got our citizenship. And for those of you who don't know, underage children of those who pass the citizenship test automatically become U.S. citizens. And so that's how I got mine. I was, I want to say 12, 13 at the time. So I was eligible to receive it just because of them. And that gave us the ability to leave the country for longer periods of time than six months if needed, which we did. We did end up moving back to Brazil. I stayed there for three years. My parents, I think, stayed there for like a year, year and a half. It's a long, long story, but the main point is without our citizenship, we wouldn't be able to have done that and then come back, you know? If, if you have a green card, you can't stay out of the country for longer than six months. But anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoy this interview with my dad. He was super shy. He's really nervous about his English fluency, but I think he did great. He answered all my questions, and I think there's a lot to learn about, you know, the difficulties of becoming a green card holder, and then having a U.S. citizenship and the benefits of all that. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys enjoy the season. I think you're all really going to like it.
So, introduce yourself. My name is Vinicius Coutinho. What do you do? I do work for for the Uber app. I am 54 years old. <laughs> yeah. And I was born in Brazil. And uh, I live in United States for about around 25 years. And I love United States of America. What's your favorite job? My favorite job. My favorite job, I would say. It's being my dad. It's being your dad. Yeah, so cute. So, why did you come to America? What I I come to uh, came? I came to visit a friend of mine, actually uh, my brother-in-law, and I liked it a lot, and I stayed. So you already had family here because your brother-in-law was here. Yes. Who else was here? Um, no, just people that I know from my small country in Brazil. Small town. Small town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, small town. And who taught you the steps you had to take in order to apply for a green card? So. You came, you liked, you stayed, but you obviously had to find a way to stay permanently and legally. So who who'd you go to so you can figure out how to get a green card? Oh, yes, of course, yes. I uh, I learned that was a law going on. And if uh, you work for uh, Sony kind of jobs, like, uh, for instance, for uh, as a cook at the kitchen, you know, So uh, so then I started work as a cook back then. And then was the first step that I took to become a legal. Become legal. So so someone told you, okay, so to get a green card, you need a good, stable job. And you were like, okay, I'll be a cook. But then what did being a cook offer you? Like, did you know, was it like, um, did your boss help you out to get a green card? Like, how did that work? Oh, yes. I had some experience back in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Then when I come to work at the restaurant business, I find out there was opportunity right there. Mm -hmm. So uh, my lawyer told me there was a huge demand, or not a huge demand, that I have to work in certain areas in, in Massachusetts. There was a demand for a cook, so I did that in uh, Gloucester, mm -hmm. in a place called Gloucester House. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I was able to uh, start my application. Yeah. So where did when you worked in Gloucester? Where did you where did you live? Oh, I I, I was only working over there, but I still live in. Uh, I believe in that time I was in Everett. In Everett, how far of a drive was that? Uh, approximately an hour. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And how did you know that you needed a lawyer? Like, who told you? Was it was Oh, no, because that's, that's like a, 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 a regular process, how it goes. You just knew. You knew coming yeah, here I you would have to get a lawyer. Yeah, I knew that I had to get a lawyer. Yeah, I could have done it myself, but it's... It's harder. It's harder to do it because there is some things in law that, you know, that you don't know much about it. Mm -hmm. So you need to have a professional with you to do that. Mm -hmm. And did you need a sponsor? To get a green card? Yes, yes. I we had to have a um, uh, what do you say? The owner of the the business, like in, for, like uh, let's say the owner of the restaurant where I was work mm -hmm. was the sponsor. For. Mm -hmm. And how did you convince him to sponsor you? Was that something he did? Oh no, because he knew that I I I was okay doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So that you know, 
was for the good interest for both of us. Mm-hmm. And how long did it take for you to get a green card? From the oh, pro- from when you started the process till when you got it. How that, long that took about that took about I'll say five to six years. Yeah. Did did you and did you and mommy get it at the same time? We all did, right? Mm, no, actually. When my process was gone, then she won. She got in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was it expensive? Yes. Yeah. Was a lot of money involved in it, you know, because lawyers, you know, they they have to make their money, you know, because mm-hmm. they're working on it. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have all the uh, all the fees, you know. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And then from the green card to the citizenship, how long did that take? Well, I think it was five years. Mm-hmm. And was that expensive? No, I don't think so. Cause because it was just the test, right? Yeah, this, you know, you, all you got to do is like uh, learn all the kind of like certain things a regular citizenship has to know about the laws and things about the history mm-hmm. and things like that. How did you study? Uh, you know, I, I learned a lot what I knew about those the tests, like in my daily basis, like going to work and talking to people and Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, what's the White House and who lives in the White House, you know, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. So that's good. How did you learn English? Was it just working? Yeah, that was funny thing because, uh, you know, I never went to school, mm-hmm. but I picked like words from here and there mm-hmm. and then start building phrases. Then mm-hmm. that's where I get what I know. Mm-hmm. And what benefits came with getting a green card? From So you went from being undocumented to getting a green card so what changes did you see when you got the green oh, card? oh no yes that's a huge change because then you you know you can vote i mean not vote yet because you have to have the citizenship for that but you, you know it's easier for you to prove that you can work anywhere mm-hmm. which is you know one of the most important thing because if you can't work so how are you going to live in anywhere in the world mm-hmm. and then so you got a driver's license oh driving license social security you know all the benefits, like mm-hmm. uh, most, like all, all, you know, almost all the benefits. Yeah. And uh, the, which is the hugest be- benefit in, uh, in all is to be able to work mm-hmm. like almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then the citizenship, um, we were able to like live outside, live come o- back. Yeah, live outside, come back. You, you, you can vote, you which can is vote. a really important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Uh, that's... Go to go to go to jury duty if you if you have to. Yes, yes, that, yes, yes. True. Yeah. Um, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it all over again? Everything from coming here, everything. Oh yes, I mean I, I you know, you know I mean to me, I love United States and you know, especially Massachusetts, and yeah, I, I don't I, think I can be in better place. I think you like America more than I do. <laughs> um, and I this is the last question. I ask this of all of my my people that I interview. This is the question that I ask for everyone. Yeah, go on. So what is your vision for the future? So not just you. It can be like us, the country, society, Brazil, culture, anything. Like what is your vision? My vision is to do better and better and, you know, hope for the best for the United States and all of us that are living here. That's it? Yeah. You don't want to think, say anything about Brazil? Oh yes, uh, but Brazil. Oh yes. Oh no, Brazil. You know, it's still in my heart, of course. Even though I'm dual citizen, but you know, I mean, I I still love Brazil, and I and I wish the best for Brazil, and I like to see Brazil 
uh, be in like uh, best of the best of the best. Best of the best, and also you know be very close to United States, which is you know really important thing to do because you know United States has a very good you know future and mm -hmm. present future, and uh, that's what I want for Brazil to have a very good future also. Okay, very good. Thank you so much, Daddy. You are free to go. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening until the end. If you enjoy this episode, please give this podcast five stars, leave a nice review, and follow IsaVision on Instagram at I-S-A-V-I-S-I-O-N underscore. Thank you and have a good one.